From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Jasmine, Max, and Kelsey. In this episode, we're talking with Mike Yama about an investigation our office recently conducted. This investigation found that a public works employee misused his city email account when he included links to websites to buy a book that he co-authored. Hi, Mike. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. In this case, a public works employee misused his city email. What is a misuse of city resources violation, and how does it fit into our office's investigations into fraud, waste, and abuse? Right. So, you know, the city auditor, and specifically the city auditor integrity unit, which is the unit that I work in, investigates fraud, waste, and abuse. Um, But when we use that term, fraud, waste, and abuse, I would kind of explain it as an umbrella term, which comprises many of the different types of um, issues that we investigate. And those, those issues include the city's code of ethics. And within the city's code of ethics, there is a provision related to the misuse of city resources. To back up a little bit, um, when we're talking about misuse of city resources, the provision specifically mentions the use of any personnel, equipment, or supplies uh, for private purposes. And so how that relates to this case is that, you know, we were investigating an employee who used their city email for a private purpose, um, in this case, to advertise a book that he, he co-wrote. So Mike, what was your investigative process like on this case? Yeah. So in this case, our process was actually pretty straightforward. The main things that we did here were one, we went ahead and reviewed all the emails that this employee sent that contained these specific links in his email footer to various websites where you could buy the book that he co-wrote. In total, we found there were about 6,000 emails he sent with those links. We also spoke with the subject of this investigation, as we do in most of our investigations, to get their side of the story, so to speak, and to essentially confirm what we were seeing in the forensics that we had reviewed prior to speaking with them. There's an exception for minor uses of city equipment, right? So what made this a large enough violation for us to issue a public report? That's correct. There is a section in city code that deals with de minimis use of city resources. Um, as I mentioned earlier, you know we look at um, issues related to fraud, waste, and abuse in this, the city's code of ethics where you'll find a provision related to the misuse of city resources. However, staff have the ability to use city resources to a de minimis level. So for example, uh, if you use your, your phone at work to call, call someone you need to talk to in your personal life, that is not going to rise to the level of an, you know, an issue for our office. But there are several other criteria that need to be met for de minimis use. And in this case, the total volume of emails that this employee sent, which as I said, was about 6,000, led us to issue a public report. Okay. And because they sent so many emails, that is what led us to see this as a serious enough violation to issue a report. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. As I said, there were about 6,000 emails sent with this link. And so part of our process is to make a determination on whether or not, one, do the circumstances of an investigation fit a criteria that we have in city code? In this case, obviously it did, but also to determine whether or not they rise to a level that would necessitate a public report. And in short, I think sending 6,000 emails with a link, which could be considered an advertisement, rose to that level. 
I also wanted to add to that, that during our investigation, we actually didn't find any evidence that the links that the subject included in their email led to uh, sales of this book. But it's important to make sure that city staff are using the resources at their disposal for city purposes and not for any potential personal economic gain or anything like that. Gotcha. That makes sense. So why does this matter for Austin residents? Right. So, you know, on, on a basic level, we want staff to follow the rules that are in place. I think that goes without saying. In addition to that, you know, as being public servants, we want all the resources that we have as, as city employees, which are funded by taxpayer money, to be used in their intended purpose. That is to say, not for a private purpose. And thirdly, I think in this specific case where an employee includes these you know, these links to a book that they're selling for their personal endeavors, it, it sort of blurs the line between their professional job and, you know, their personal life. And I think it, it might diminish the credibility of, of the emails that they're sending when, when you receive an email and you see all these personal links, you, you know, it might look a little odd. Yeah, we really want city employees to be working on behalf of Austin residents and the resources that are here for city employees to to do their job are actually being used to meet the needs of Austin residents. What can be improved to ensure that city employees understand the standards of conduct and avoid unintentionally violating them? That's a great question. I think my opinion is that um, the emphasis should be on training staff and to really understand the city policies and procedures and rules that are in place. That being said, I do think it would be unrealistic to expect that you know every city employee is going to understand every last city code that we have. So I think you know while training is important, staff need to be um, also aware that if they're not sure about something, that they need to reach out to either you know, their management, their department HR, or you know the law department's ethics and compliance team to find a, a good solution to situations like this. Or if you have a situation that you want to report, you can reach out to our office. We appreciate you explaining this process. Thanks for joining us again, Mike. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.